This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com So, again, ang topic natin is conservative fund versus aggressive funds. Yeah. So, kailan ginagamit? Hello. Kamusta na po kayo? As usual, ito na naman ako, si Mimi. Jarvis. Sa isa na namang episode ng Retironario. Okay, episode 19. 19. Wow, ang bilis ng panahon na. Makaka-episode 19 na tayo. Thank you po dun sa mga nagpadala ng questions sa atin sa episode 18. Dahil yung episode 18 natin ay Q&A. Ngayon, sana na encourage kayo na magtanong din sa amin pa kung meron kaming maitutulong pa at makaklarify pa dun sa mga previous episodes natin very very good po tatanggapin po namin ang inyong mga tanong pero ano ba ang tungkol sa episode 19 ngayon what is the focus of our episode for today so pag-usapan natin yung dalawang klase ng fund yung conservative fund at yung high growth fund bakit natin pag-uusapan tung conservative fund versus high growth fund kasi Baka hindi pa naiintindihan ng mga kaka-tune in lang sa atin oh, kasi may nagtanong sa akin sa FB, ano ba ang difference nito at kailan, kailan ginagamit? So, yun ang sasagutin natin ngayon. So, parang teaching moment po itong episode na to, mas malamang sa malamang eh, tahimik lang ako at siya ang maraming sasabihin. So, again, ang topic natin is conservative fund versus aggressive funds. Yeah. So, kailan ginagamit? Disclaimer muna tayo. So, we are not financial advisors and our sharing are based on our own personal experiences and research. And please consult a finance advisor if you need more help on your finance. Nag-uugat itong topic natin sa isang uh, conversation with my FB follower. Wow, okay? meron ka ng FB mm. follower. <laughs> so, ito ay siya, siya ay taga New Zealand. So, meron siyang tinanong sa akin regarding yung KiwiSaver na ito yung, yung parang superannuation ng Australia o yung pension sa, sa Pilipinas. So, sinabi ko sa kanya, I would suggest that you put it in a high growth fund kasi meron ka pang 20 years to retire. Kapag conservative fund kasi, you'll probably get max 5% over 20 years. Ibig sabihin ba nung maliit lang yon? Medyo maliit ang 5%. So, mamaya malalaman natin kung yan ba talaga ay maliit o malaki. Ngayon, ito ang sagot ka sa akin. Ang intindi ko po kasi sa high growth, baka malaki rin ang loss ko. Kasi ganyan ang nangyayari dito sa New Zealand. Ang laki pa rin ng loss ng friend ko. Around 5K pa rin. Okay. So, hindi lang ito sa New Zealand nangyayari. Maski na dito sa Australia, kapag yung superannuation mo ay nakalagay sa aggressive fund, medyo malakas, malaki din ang loss mo dahil sa mga nangyayari sa sa, sa mundo. Dahil merong gera, may pandemic, bumabagsak talaga ang stocks. Ganon din sa Pilipinas. Kung nag-invest kayo sa isang UITF na aggressive, ganon din ang kalalabasan niyan. Bakit meron pang friend niya? Bakit hindi lang tungkol sa kanya? Um, kasi siguro, meron silang conversation na, oy, naku, yung TV saver ko, ang laki ng lugi. Okay? Pero malalaman natin, dapat magkaroon tayo ng tamang perspective 
kung ano ba yung dapat may reference point tayo kung kailan siya nag-invest. Mm-hmm. So, yan ang tinatawag nga natin, teaching moment natin mm. today. This is very important. For us to make an informed decision, we need to understand the nature of the fund. Pag hindi natin naiintindihan yung nature ng fund, kalimitan tayo ay natatakot. Okay, kaya tayo ayaw mag-invest kasi... The fear of the unknown. Oo, ganyan yung nangyari sa akin nung ako ay nasa 20s. Nag-try ako mag-invest sa mutual fund. Tapos, tinitingnan ko every month, binibisita ko. Eh, parang bumabagsak yung presyo, lalo akong nalulugi. So, ginawa ko, tinanggal ko na. Sabi ko dun sa fund manager sa BDO yata yun, eh, kung mag-i-invest ako, bakit mag-i-invest ako ng nalulugi ako? Kasi, hindi ko pa naiintindihan yung nature ng investing. So, kung hindi natin naiintindihan ito, it will cost us a lot. Either we lose the money or we lose the opportunity to earn more. Okay? Anong ibig sabihin nun? Ibig sabihin, kapag bumagsak ang stocks o yung UITF o kung ano man ang fund, dahil sa fear, napipilitan tayong ibenta for a loss. Kaya nalulugi. Okay? Ngayon, yung iba naman, ayaw mag-invest kasi hindi na naiintindihan at natatakot sila. So, nandun yung opportunity, opportunity naman na, 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 na nawawala, na lost opportunity na potentially na dapat tumikita sila. Uh-huh. Madaming iba't ibang klaseng fund. Pero mag-concentrate lang tayo sa conservative fund at yung aggressive fund. Kasi merong balance fund na tinatawag. So, yung combination ng dalawa. Okay, so conservative funds versus aggressive funds. Conservative funds are designed to protect your investment. These funds have more money invested in low-risk, defensive assets like cash, fixed interest and bonds, and less money invested in shares. I think for me, kailangan mo pang i-explain ko ano yan. Okay. Uh, kapag conservative, ibig sabihin, uh, yung fund manager na to ay ina-allocate niya yung pera mo at ini-invest sa iba't ibang klaseng investment vehicle. Pero karamihan ng pera ay naka-invest sa cash. Okay, which is hindi masyadong nagagamit. Yung iba naman, naka-invest sa fixed interest, halimbawa sa time deposit na naka-fix lang sa 3%, 4%, or sa mga bonds na nag-increase na nag-earn lang ng mga ganyan din, 3 to 5%. At less ang naka-invest sa shares. Kasi yung shares, ito yung medyo aggressive at medyo volatile. Okay. okay. So I will continue. You may want to switch to conservative fund if you will need the money in the immediate future, for example, one to five years. You are about to retire or at retirement age. So, syempre, gusto mo na makuha hmm. money mo. And... So, ibig sabihin, kung kayo ay kailangan nyo ng pera in the next one to five years, dito nyo ilagay yung pera sa conservative fund. Or kung kayo ay malapit na mag-retire, huwag na kayo mag-take ng risk. Okay? Doon na lang kayo sa medyo conservative na medyo tumataas ang in, ang ano, ang value niya pero hindi ganoon ka taas ang ang ano, ang increase niya, no? Mm-hmm. So ngayon, ano naman yung aggressive fund? An aggressive fund seeks capital gains by investing in the shares of growth company stocks. Okay. Investments held in these funds are companies that demonstrate high growth potential but also carry greater risk. So ibig sabihin, ito yung volatile Okay, pag sinabi natin volatile, masyadong taas-baba, taas-baba ang presyo. Uh-huh. As such, aggressive growth funds seek to provide above-average market returns 
However, their underlying investments are often volatile, causing high share price volatility. Okay, so kailan natin ginagamit ang aggressive fund? You may want to switch to an aggressive fund if you will not need the money in the next 5 years or so. Okay. And you are below 55 years okay. old. So kung mabata-bata pa kayo or mas maganda nga 20 years old, 25 years old, itong fund na to ay para sa inyo. Okay? Now, magawa tayong illustration. Okay? So i-illustrate natin sa dalawang klase ng fund. Siyempre, mag-focus ulit tayo sa BPI kasi uh, mas, uh, ito na yung sinimula nating mga example. So ikukumpara natin yung dalawang fund. Yung BPI Invest Money Market Fund at ito yung BPI Invest US Equity Index Feeder Fund. Okay? So, i-ano natin, i-digyan natin ng ano, ano ba tong BPI? Characteristic niya. So, ang risk classification ng BPI Invest Money Market Fund ay? Moderately conservative. Okay, so moderately conservative. The fund aims to provide excess return over the return of the 91-day Philippine Treasury Bill net of tax. Oh. Wow, technical na naman yan. So, naka-invest sa uh, treasury bill. Ano yung treasury bill na ito? The treasury bills or T-bills are a way for the government to borrow money in the short term. Just like bonds, they are debt instruments that allow the public to lend their money to the state. They're called with that name because they're issued by the Bureau of Treasury. So, ibig sabihin yung pera mo, pinahihiram natin sa gobyerno. At yung gobyerno, ginagaranti ito, nakikita yung pera mo, pero hindi ganun kalaki. Siguro, 5%. Hindi ko alam ngayon kung yung ano. Yung may yung cash na sinasabi mo? Uh, hindi, iba pa yung cash. Iba yung yung cash, yung nakalagay lang talaga sa banko. Okay. Pero ito ay treasury bill. Kaya tawag dito ay T-bills. Okay? So, ano naman tong BPI Invest US Equity Index Feeder Fund? So, like the opposite of the BPI Invest Money Market Fund, ito ay my risk classification na aggressive. Okay. And the fund operating as a multi-class feeder fund aims to achieve for its participants investment returns that closely track the total return of the S&P 500 index before fees and expenses. So, ibig sabihin, ito yung fund na nagtatrack ng S&P 500 index. Which is our favorite S&P oh, 500. Ito yung 500 companies ng USA. The S&P 500 index or Standard & Poor's 500 index is a market capitalization weighted index of 500 leading publicly traded companies in the US. So, diniscuss na natin yan sa last episode, ano yung S&P 500. Okay, now, ang ginawa ko ngayon, dinownload ko ngayon yung presyo ng money market nung before COVID, which Why? is December na. Para mapakita natin yung effect ng COVID sa different funds. Okay? Kung gaano siya ka-volatile o gaano siya ka-hindi ka-volatile. Okay? okay? So, yung money market nung December 17, 2019, nag-start siya ng 253.51 per unit. Mm-hmm. Ang US equity naman is 170.13. So, dinownload ko yan hanggang August 11, 2022. 22, which is very, very uh, recent. Last week lang yan. Okay, so ang money market from 253.51 naging 264.93. Despite COVID. Oh, despite COVID, tumataas pa rin siya. Same thing with US equity. Okay? From 170.13, naging 224.86. Mm-hmm. Pero yung numbers na yan, medyo hindi natin masyado nakikita yung, yung increase. So, ang ginawa ko, gumawa ko ng computation ng percentage increase niya. So, ang, ang base natin dito, okay? so I computed the daily percent price increases of the funds with 
December 17, 2019 price as the starting point. So, ibig sabihin, the next day, December 18, ang ginawa ko lang, sinobtra ko tong price niya nung previous day sa price niya nung December so, 18. 0.01. Increase nung that day. Hanggang sa August 11, so, nag-increase na ng 4.5 since nung December 17. Okay, so kung mapapansin nyo, ang money market ay nag-increase ng 4.5% for the last 2.65 years. Pero, okay ba yun o hindi? Uh, malalaman, uh, okay siya kasi nag-increase eh. Ang hindi okay yung hindi nag-increase. Pero dapat natin ikumparehan sa ibang fund. So, how about the um, US equity fund? So, ang increase niya is 32.17. Mas mal- malaki. Okay, mas malaki. So, ibig sabihin, for the past 2.65 years, despite the COVID, okay, ang US equity ay nag-increase ng 32.17, pero ang money market fund ay 4.5% lang. Okay? So, ganoon ka-aggressive ang US equity. Okay? Ngayon, yan ay numbers. Siguro, yung iba sa atin ay mas na-appreciate kung nakikita nila yung visual na graph. Okay? So, yung susunod na ating ano, Ah, pero bago yan. So, let's do a deeper analysis by looking on what happened during this period. So, kung mapapansin nyo, after COVID, nung bu- umano na yung COVID, kasagsaga uh, ng, ng COVID, na nag-lockdown na tayo ng March. Mm. So, after uh, four months, December, or three months, December, January, February, March, after three months, ting- kung mapapansin nyo, yung money market, nag-increase pa rin. 0.58, less than 1%. Hmm. Pero, tingnan nyo kung ano nangyari sa US equity. Negative 24.43%. Ano kaya Dahil na sa COVID. Kasi yung fear of unknown, yung mga tao, nagbenta ng kanilang mga stocks. Okay? So, ito ang tinatawag natin yung volatility. Nagre-react ang mga tao. Pag nagre-react ang mga tao, nagpa-fluctuate ngayon yung presyo. In this case, dahil sa fear, bumagsak ang presyo. 24, negative 24, isipin nyo yun. Kung ikaw ay nag-invest dito, iiyak ka na. Iiyak ka na kasi lugi ka na agad ng 24%. Pero nakabawi naman siya. Okay, so, yan ano, um, that is how, vola- how volatile the price of an aggressive fund such as the US equity fund. Okay, ganun siya a volatile. Ngayon, to visually see the volatility of the market, Money market and U.S. equity funds, I put them in a line graph. Okay. okay. So, ito ang line graph niya. So, yung orange, yan yung U.S. equity fund. At yung money market fund ay yung yellow. Okay? So, Mukhang steady yung money okay. market. Okay. So, kung mapapansin nyo, yung the money market fund has a steady upward trend. Okay? Now, you could barely see the price fluctuation. Halos hindi mo nga makita eh. Pero, ang kita mo, eh, tumataas siya ng, ma- ng gradual. But, at this, uh, uh, on, on the contrary, yung US equity fund is moving up and down. So, kung mapapansin mo, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Mm. Masyado siyang mag, ma, ano? Swinging. Um, mag, magalaw. Okay, mm. masyado siyang magalaw. Okay. Pero, kung titingnan mo, upward, yung long-term trend niya is still upward. Okay, pataas pa rin. Now, balik tayo dito sa conversation doon sa ating uh, FB follower. Okay? Sabi niya, nalugi daw yung kanyang friend ng 5,000K. 
medyo malaki yan. Okay? Kung mapapansin nyo, if your reference point is January 2022, which is itong pinakataas, okay, talagang lugi siya ng 11%. Okay? From here to here, talagang bumagsak. Kung, kung ang reference mo ay ito. Pero hindi naman dito siya nagsimulang mag-invest eh. Dito siya nagsimulang mag-invest sa bandang kaliwa pa. Sabihin na natin kaka-invest pa lang yan before COVID. Okay? So, ibig sabihin, ito ang dapat niyang tinitingnan. Kung yung long term. Mm-hmm. Huwag niyang tingnan yung January. Binawi na ba yung pera niya? Binawi kung niya. binawi niya, lugi siya. Okay. Pero kung kinip niya yan, mm-hmm. pataas pa rin oh. ang patasan. So, Pwede pong yung reference point mo, magdidepende yan. Yung analysis mo, magdidepende sa reference point. Okay. If you are a long-term investor, you make more money if you are able to buy when the price goes down. Ibig sabihin, the more na bumagsak mm. siya, doon ka na mamili na mamili. So, na mamili. ibig sabihin, for example, point A, nandito ka. Pag bumili ka dito sa point B, yung point B mo, ka mas malaki ang kita mo dito kumpara sa point A. Kaya nga, yung, if you do a the cost averaging strategy, hindi mo na kailangang problemahin kung tumaas, kung tumaas o bumaba. Kasi ina-average niya nga yung cost mo. Okay? So, yun ang kagandahan ng cost averaging strategy. You don't really pay attention kung bagsak ba ang economy, may gera ba, meron bang dindol, may volcanic eruption ba. Wala kang pakialam nun. Basta bili ka ng bili. As long as you believe na yung fund na yan is a good fund, dahil over the long term pataas pa rin siya kaya yung S&P 500 yun ang nire-recommend mm. mo diba? okay so tingnan natin yung performance ng fund okay so yung money market uh, computin natin yung CAGR niya yung compound annual growth rate so based sa data na to okay for the past 2.65 years ang CAGR ng money market is only 1.68% ibig sabihin yearly nagko-compound siya ng 1.68% that's even lower than the inflation rate. Ibig sabihin, nalulugi ka pa yung pera mo. Kasi ang inflation rate is nasa 3%. Ang alam ko mm-hmm. na, naging 7, 7% ka last, last year. Eh. So, pero itong uh, US equity fund, ang kagar niya, nagko-compound siya ng 11% yearly. Compound to ah, compounding what this compounding iba, again? Iba yung, uh, yung usual interest rate. Compounding every, ibig sabihin, every year, mag-i-increase siya ng 11%. Tapos yung 11% na in-increase, mag-i-increase pa uli ng 11%. Okay. Now, so, yeah, if we're going to compute the compound annual growth rate, mas malaki pa rin, ang difference is 9.41%. Difference niya ng US equity sa money market, which is a really, really uh, big difference. Okay. Now, so, Gawa tayo ng case study. So, assuming na ikaw ay isang 35-year-old na tao, meron ka pang 30 years to, to retire. Okay? Now, nag-invest ka ng... Nagsimula ka palang mag-invest ngayon, 1,000 pesos. Okay? At ang ni-invest mo monthly ay 1,000 pesos din. Religiously, katulad uh, ng lagi natin sinasabi. Now, you increase your investment 3% yearly. Okay? Then, ikukumpara natin kung ano ang value na ng money mo with a 2% or invested in a conservative fund or naka-invest sa aggressive fund at 9%. Uh, ano. So, kanina, 11% yung annual growth rate. Eh. Uh, uh, yung CAGR. Pero ginawa ko na lang 9%. Okay? 
So, eto yung conservative. So, kung ikaw ay naglalag, naguhulog ng 1,000 monthly at ini-increase mo ang investment mo ng 3% yearly, ang total na deposit mo at the end of 35 years, years is 570,000. Okay? okay. So, sa tingin mo, magkano ang interest niya? Ang interest niya is 175,000. Wala pang, hindi pa na-double yung pera mo. So, ang total na pera mo, kung i-add mo yan, is 747,000. So, yan ang conservative na, nag, na. na nag-earn ng 2% per, per year. Mm. Okay? So, almost millionaire ka na, pero hindi pa. Bitin. Bitin. Tingnan natin sa aggressive. So, same amount of money, 570,000 din ang diniposit mo. Ang interest niya is na triple. 1.6986.45. million. Triple <laughs> nung in-invest mo. So, ang total na pera mo potential is 2.2 million. O, dito na ako sa aggressive fund. Kaya nga. So, depende ngayon yan sa inyong kung kayo, anong edad nyo, at ano ang... Eh, paano ko nasa 50s na? Ang makakahabol pa kaya, if Kung 50-year-old, o sa akin personally, pero pwede pa kasi 65 ka magre-reta eh. So, meron ka pang uh, 15 years. Kaya lang, malaki-laki siguro dapat yung, yung mm. monthly mo. Oo. Like what we mentioned in one of our previous episodes. So, again, okay, isa-summarize natin. Kailan natin ginagamit yung... Uh, aggressive, uh, conservative at aggressive fund. Okay? Now, again, for us to make an informed decision, we need to understand the nature of the fund. Pag hindi naiintindihan yan, sabi ko nga, is we, we always make, we will always make us free investing. Kaya ayaw natin tuloy mag-invest. Okay? At dahil doon, it will cost us a lot. Either we lose money or lose the opportunity to earn more. Okay? So, you may want to switch to a conservative fund if you will need the money in the immediate future, the next one to five years. Or, you are about to retire at a retirement age. Now, you may want to switch to an aggressive fund if you will not need the money in the next five years or so. Okay, ang kagandahan dito is since nag-i-invest ka lang ng 1,000 monthly, yun yung pera hindi mo kailangan talaga eh. Okay? Dahil maliit na amount lang yan eh. Hmm. Ang kailangan mo lang is maging religiously na mag-set aside ng small amount of money. Kasi yan yung money na hindi mo kailangan. Hindi mo kailangan maglagay kaagad ng 10,000. Kasi baka yung 10,000 kailangan okay. mo eh. Okay? And now, you can you may also want to switch to aggressive fund if you are below 55 years old. Okay? So, that's the end of our presentation. Yay! Any question? <laughs> So, sana naintindihan nyo kung kailan dapat mag-conservative at kailan dapat mag-aggressive fund para hindi kayo natatakot. Hmm. Ma- natutuwa ako pag mga figure na ito, point something million. <laughs> Parang hindi totoo. So, ngayon, ano yung final advice mo dun sa friend na yon? Nag-follow up question ba siya? Um, and, and, siguro, kung mapapanood niya to mas maiintindihan niya siguro. Yeah. Kung kailan... Let's send the link uh, to your friend mm. para malinawan siya. Okay, so maraming maraming salamat po sa isa na namang pagkakataong binigay niyo sa amin na makilig kayo to, for you to spend your time with us to learn about budgeting, saving, and investing para maging future millionaires tayo lahat. And of course, thank you po dun sa mga dumadami na naming Uh, subscribers, followers. Ga- followers, gumagapang naman tayo, but it's going up. 
So I'm hoping na patuloy parang yung graph mo dapat pataas ng pataas. And then uh, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to message us, comment at tinitingnan naman namin yung mga comments ninyo. And also if you want to email us, email us at veteronario at gmail.com One word lang yan, veteronario at gmail.com Yun na lang po, if you have any other topics, let us know. Baka pwede natin gawin future episodes. So, ito po si Mimi. Jarvis. Nagsasaming, sama-sama po tayo maging veteronario. veteronario. Hanggang sa muli. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.